Hi, welcome to my podcast. Um, just a bit about what is happening right this very moment. It's a Sunday. Um, I've had such an epic, emotionally exhausting week in very good ways. There's lots of amazing things happening, but right now I'm just reacting. So it's a Sunday. I've had to get my bags into a strange place this morning, and I went to the protest market. And they were doing chanting because it was like a new offering, so I just got involved, sat down, and it was nourishing for my soul. So now I feel super chilled. I came home, shut myself in my little red conversion tea room, and brought in so I put on my um, blanket, devoted blanket by Max's favourite one, and I brought like a few other things, and um, I just started to make the offering slate. To work. And this time it actually started to work with inspiration about podcasts. So this is why I sound tired because I am. However, rather than write stuff down and then try and record it into podcasts later, which doesn't really work for the way my brain is, I just thought I'd get straight on and give you my words of wisdom. So here it is. So this is all about um triggering <laughs> I went to see Mickey Flanagan in May twice actually because I am obsessed with him it's hilarious and he talked about this he was like everyone's getting triggered now triggered or triggered and he was like what does it mean to be triggered and it did make me laugh because it is a word that obviously everyone's hearing now and some people are using now and it's yeah it's, it's quite an interesting word isn't it because it's quite negative like if you're triggered it sounds a bit traumatic and it sounds a bit like something's happened to like upset you or to make you feel um like hurt in some way and i've just been given this book so i'm reading a book called the coddling of the american mind um i'll just double check that that is the correct title of the book and i'll put it in the description after but basically he's talking about the same thing and that we're basically coddling our kids and society so that no one's really allowed to speak out anymore. We're not allowed to have an opinion because it might trigger someone else. And it's leading to a lot of unrest and it's leading to a lot of basically cotton wool kids. Yeah, you've heard of this term where people wrap up their kids too much in cotton wool and it's basically creating a society where they're all weak. And obviously for me, this is something that triggered, no, I'm joking, it challenged me because I'm like, well, my thoughts and my beliefs is that what the world needs now is love, sweet love, and we need to take care of each other, take care of our mental health and love each other more and be kinder, etc, etc. So it kind of feels a little bit um, contradictory for me to think that, you know, we're coddling, we're giving too much love where I think that actually there's not enough love. So as I'm listening to the book, it's kind of challenging my beliefs in a really good way, yeah? So that's what I discovered as I'm driving along, coming back from the Buddhist temple, listening to the book. Yeah, by the way, whenever I say I'm reading a book, what I mean is I'm listening to a book, because I don't read books unless it's very special occasions. And when I say listening to a book, what I really mean is studying, because every book, I only read self-help books and development books and business books, because that is my passion. 
and when I read them, I study them. So I don't just read and blindly let it go in one ear and out the other. I take it on board, I practice it, the stuff that works for me. I challenge the stuff that doesn't work for me and I look inside and challenge myself when I'm triggered or when I'm challenged when something doesn't quite sit right. So I'm studying all the time. Basically what this book says is that there's one misconception now that we're being told is what doesn't kill you makes you weaker. Okay, so the, the famous saying that we all know is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And what that basically means is that, you know, there must be challenges in life that you go through to become stronger. And basically what he's saying in this book is that with the new society is being led to think that what doesn't kill you makes you weaker. And therefore to avoid challenges, to avoid difficulties, to avoid taking the road less travelled to avoid taking the easy route and I get it I totally get it and I do agree to a certain extent I think what's happening now is that we are taking the path of least resistance which actually I don't think is a bad thing however there has to be some discipline involved so I think what's happened now is that we've forgotten about discipline we basically do things and this is very personal to me as well because I came from um, a quitter's background so if something was too hard for me rather than you know be challenged and think well why is it too hard is it something that actually you need to walk away from because you're in a position that is damaging to you really like an abusive relationship for example or is it something that is quite challenging for you and you're not used to being challenged so therefore you think it's too hard and you shouldn't be doing it so you quit so this has been something that I've been working on now a lot in my own self-development and understanding because I don't want my kids to be quitters I want them to understand that sometimes you have to work through problems and therefore you know you get disciplined because I think we are too quick to quit on stuff and therefore just not achieve anything because we think now everything should be so easy that it's handed to us on a plate etc etc so ultimately we have got a little bit lazy in that respect and I do totally totally agree with that and it's something that I'm now instilling in myself and in my children that we have to have discipline, we have to work through things. You know, we have to work hard at things that we want, even if it feels like hard work. Okay, so obviously the caveat with this is I don't agree that you have to go through hell to get good things. I don't agree with that. I don't believe that. I don't agree that everything needs to be difficult. I don't agree with that at all. I do agree that actually things, if they're meant to be for you, will be easy. But what will stand in the way of them being easy is your own self-doubt and your own self-belief. And what happens is things become difficult because we've made some poor choices. And that's it. So when we're younger, because of the way that our brain makes us believe or makes us doesn't not believe in ourselves, we make poor choices and we end up in situations that we really shouldn't be in. We end up in jobs that we hate and that actually aren't fulfilling to us because ultimately we've made poor choices. So there's a lot to unpack here, isn't there? Number one, triggered versus challenged, and I'll talk about that in a moment. And number two, taking control of your own destiny. Like, let's not make it about the world being too hard let's not make it about someone else 
you know, either making or breaking you. Let's understand that we all make choices. Everybody has a choice and we can either make the choice to carry on with something that's going to benefit us that feels a bit difficult or we can make the choice to quit it or we can make the choice to get ourselves involved in things that we really shouldn't be getting involved with or we can make the choice to not get involved in those things so there's always all those choices but let me come back now because I'm waffling on again as usual let me come back to this whole challenge versus trigger point so as I was listening to this book I felt a little bit uncomfortable and it was because of some of the things that they were saying kind of made me think oh in the past have I been a little bit too lenient with my kids in certain respects or have I you know taught them that actually you don't have to put up with certain things and it made me feel a little bit uneasy and a little bit uncomfortable and that made me realize you know this is what people think is triggered I'm doing that because of Nikki Hamilton so when you feel a little bit uncomfortable by something that someone's saying or by something that you're learning or looking at or reading about the reason that you feel a little bit uncomfortable is because obviously it doesn't sit right with what you think or with how you're currently living your life. And so this is why rather than saying trigger, when you say something's triggering, it makes you feel like you need to avoid it, right? So if someone's talking about a subject that doesn't feel very comfortable to you, you will say I'm triggered. And when you say I'm triggered, it feels dangerous. And when something's dangerous, we're, we're taught to avoid it, yeah, because it's danger. But actually, that's really quite irresponsible, isn't it? Because when something feels uncomfortable to you, rather than it being dangerous and triggering so that we avoid it completely, it can actually be that it's challenging us. And when things are challenging us, that is a good thing because it's challenging us to think differently, to learn different perspectives, to see what sits with us right and or wrong and to make changes accordingly. So this, I think, is a really, really important thing to instill in our kids and our schools, is that rather than encouraging people to feel triggered by things and think that things are dangerous or that things need to be avoided if they don't, you know, agree with us or if we don't agree with them, then actually we see them as challenges. So this is challenging me. Why is it challenging me? So when I was listening to this part of the book that was basically saying that what doesn't fill you makes you weaker is wrong, that challenged me a bit because I believe now with everything that I've studied and the way that I live my life that you don't need to go out and look for hard things in order to get what you want, right? You need to have a lot of self-belief. And so it did challenge me a bit to think, oh, is the way that I is the simplistic way that I'm trying to make everything easier in my life, is that wrong? And ultimately, I thought about it for a while and I thought, no, because it's not that dissimilar. I do believe in discipline and I do believe in overcoming challenges. I don't believe in avoiding challenges and avoiding things. But I don't believe that life has to be a struggle. I don't believe that, you know, life's a bitch and then you die. I don't believe that we have to go through hard times and struggle and, um, you know, feel guilty about when things are going good. I think there's the fine line and that's why it, it made me feel challenged was because ultimately I think we do go through life thinking that life doesn't get to be good, right? It should be difficult. We should be pushing ourselves and doing things that don't feel right. And I don't necessarily agree with that at all. I think life is supposed to feel good 
we are supposed to feel joy, we are supposed to feel good, and we are supposed to enjoy life. So that's where the challenge came for me. But rather than, there was, I'm not going to lie, there was a tiny little bit of me when it was the very first chapters of the book that I was listening to that didn't sit necessarily right with originally what I believed. I wanted to turn it off. And I know this is a really simplistic view of an, an example of what's triggering and what's challenging, but if I was to believe in the whole trigger thing, I would have turned it off and thought, no, I'm not listening to that. Don't agree with it. No, I'm not listening to it. But I challenged myself to continue listening and actually had this realisation that actually I'm not triggered, am I? It's not dangerous what I'm hearing. It's something that is challenging me to just look at how I live, look at what I believe, and think, is that right or could it be tweaked a bit? Am I learning something new here that I can take into my life and live a little bit differently? And that's where the challenge was. And that enabled me to sit back and go, hmm, can I look at this a different way? And ultimately, that is my big thing. That is my my two pillars in life that I teach my kids and that I will teach everyone is number one, respect for people and ourselves. And number two, continuous improvement. So when you're feeling triggered by something, you can ask yourself, is this physically dangerous? And ultimately, there's not much out there that is dangerous. There's not much out there that's dangerous. What's the most dangerous thing is the stories that we tell ourselves in our brains, right? I don't know whether that was a bit irresponsible for me to say that there's not much danger. And I don't mean that nothing's dangerous, but what I mean is that our brain, our minds, will tell us that there's far more danger than there actually is in the world. And then you see these things come up on Instagram that make me laugh every time. I really thought that the Bermuda Triangle was going to be much more of a problem when I was told than it actually is. And piranhas. You know, like we, we're, <laughs> we're kids. You're naturally thinking, oh my God, I really do need to find a way of dealing with piranhas because it's big, right? We're going to really need to deal with that danger. But I've never once seen a piranha. So I really feel like your brain makes you makes them bigger and more dangerous than they ever need to be. Um, so yeah, so continuous improvement is basically about allowing these challenging or triggering things to come up inside of you if something feels difficult and challenging for you rather than just shutting down and refusing to listen to it or refusing to think anything about it. It's a self-reflection thing. Reflect and think, why am I feeling challenged here? What is it that's inside of me that doesn't sit right with this? And is this something that perhaps I can change my beliefs on? Is this something that actually isn't serving me? And is there something that I can learn from here? And um, yeah, that's what you should continually aim to do. There's been some really, really difficult situations that I've been through in my life that have been challenging and that have ultimately every single time I've reflected back on me and not in a, you know, I've been in emotionally abusive relationships with like someone with a personality disorder, a narcissist. And in that point, I could have run at any moment, but I knew, I knew what I was doing. And again, this is, like, I don't want anyone to be triggered or to suggest for one moment that you should stay in an abusive relationship. But ultimately, I knew what I was doing. I knew that ultimately everything that was happening in that, in that relationship was an opportunity for me to look within myself and challenge myself to become a better version of myself. Because ultimately, the choices I made in that relationship 
got me into the relationship in the first place and kept me in the relationship and allowed me to continually be treated in that poor way because ultimately I believe that I didn't deserve any better or I believe that this is just how things were. And it was only through my strength of character and my belief in self-development that I reflected back on myself in each thing and came out stronger and um, more resilient than ever. So I'm not saying stay in a narcissistic and abusive relationship. I'm not saying that. But I am saying when things challenge you, rather than running for the hills, have a little think about whether you can reflect, whether you can see growth, whether you can do things better. Because nobody's perfect, absolutely nobody. And everything is changeable. Our beliefs, the things that you believe, a belief is just a thought that you keep telling yourself. That is it. That is all a belief is, is a thought that you keep telling yourself. So when you get a thought and you keep telling yourself and you keep evidence keeps showing up that this thought is correct and then it becomes a belief, then you believe it, right? But ultimately, you have the choice to stop believing anything that you believe at any point. I promise you, you have that choice. We all used to believe that smoking was cool and that it didn't do any harm, right? Because that was a thought that we were just kept thinking that it was cool to smoke and it didn't do any harm and that's what we were being told by the companies and by all of this sort of stuff. But now look, that belief has now changed drastically to smoking gives you cancer. Smoking is not cool. In actual fact, it's quite harmful to you and to everyone around you. I'm just, I don't know why this example came into my head, but it did, so I'm running with it. But the belief, when you think about how many people don't smoke anymore, when we used to all smoke, and that's just because the belief was that it was fine and it was okay and it was, you know, not harmful. And now the belief is that it's very harmful and it's not okay, it's not fine. So now we've all changed our belief. So absolutely, if there's a belief that is harmful to you, you can stop believing it by thinking something different. A belief is just a thought that you keep thinking. So yeah, I feel like there was a lot of information in this one short podcast and it was hopefully helpful to you but there might be bits that you need to drill down on but the whole point of these podcasts is that I'm gonna bring to you things that are thought-provoking and I want everyone to reflect I want everyone to have respect for each other and everyone to have respect for yourself which is most important when you have respect for yourself then you will ultimately respect other people easier so respect for yourself is really really important and secondly i want everyone to think that we can continually improve ourselves and our environments and so therefore when something triggers you or challenges you use it as an opportunity to see what you can improve on see what you can learn from this challenge and ultimately go forward in a happier and healthier place so I'm going to end this here. I'm probably not even going to edit the podcast because that's just how I'm going to roll Um, because I just want to get it out there. But once you've listened, please, if there's any part of it that you don't agree with or that you've got questions on or if there's part of your life right now that's triggering or challenging to you and you want to know a bit more about how to be reflective and how to do the steps, please 
message me um, on my Instagram, Lisa Giles underscore X. Just DM me, tell me what you want to know, and I'll do a follow up episode to this podcast where I'm basically answering your questions and helping you with, you know, whatever you need to know or clarifying something that hasn't been clear. And we're all going to develop and get better and have a better life together. So yes, thank you so much for joining me, for listening. I'm going to switch off now and contact me. Let me know what your questions are and what your triggers are. Lisa Giles underscore X. I love you. Have the best day and I'll speak to you soon.